All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. <laughs> what is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Hello, and welcome to episode 311 of the Real Life Podcast. I'm Tyler Rumsick, and I'm back. I'm back. No more Where laws. are you? Where you in on? the world are you? Yeah, are you right on now? vacation right now? No, I'm at home. You take more vacations than the premiere. Hey! <laughs> Everybody topical, look at me. Topical vacation jokes. Mm. Very nice. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by the HGA Group. Everything you need to take your business to the next level, the HGA Group. And if you were at the Nation Oilers Nation Open, you saw plenty of the HGA Group. I'm mad I missed the golf tournament recap shows. That actually bugged me. We didn't really recap it all that much. Uh, we recapped like a bit of it, but not like all of it. We did on O&R in pretty uh, uh, deep detail. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we do it again. We did it for like an hour on ONR. We 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 dove right in, Tyler, and you missed it. Real deep. Yep. Uh, well, anyways, um, I want to take the opportunity to give a shout out to Fanny Pack Freddie and his younger brother Brett, who were fantastic partners on the golf tournament. Yeah. And we shot. What did we end up shooting? Fourteen under or something? Like that? We were fourteen yeah. under through fourteen and finished fourteen under. Yeah, uh, heartbreaking <laughs> stuff. Did really. Brett have a funny name like Fanny Pack Freddie or something? Was he like? Bazooka Joe or some hilarious burlap, name too. Burlap Sack Brett. Yeah, Burlap Sack Brett. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, they were beauties and we had a great time. And I think everyone there had a great time. Uh, so I didn't get a chance to uh, to talk about it yet. So I wanted to just say it was very well done. I won a free wood jersey, which was awesome. And yeah, shady. Yeah, pretty shady if you ask me. Um, but a lot of fun was had and I can't wait to do it again next year. And I can't wait to auction off another spot with the, with the, the three of us again next year. Because I think that went exceedingly well. I think, How did you feel yeah. about? Oh. We'll do that again. That was, yeah. that was it. Was too good. How'd you feel about your game, your M check? Decent, actually. Like I, I, I by far wasn't like our best player. I didn't do a lot, but I did a little, and a little is enough. That's all <laughs> it takes. That's a scramble, man. That's all it takes, buddy. Yeah, like I, I sunk, a, I sunk a putt that uh, we used a mulligan on. So that was like a clutch putt to sink. Oh, and, it was uh, huge. Yeah. My, my driver was, it was iffy, um, but it was, it was all right. It got the job done. It, I, I lived up to what I said, you know, it usually goes about two twenty right down the middle. I don't know if we used a single year M Chuck drive, but they were safe for sure. They were all safe. Everyone else just did too good. So we didn't have to use them, but uh, call me the insurance policy brought to you by the HGA group. Uh, wow. Well done. Well done. Good job. Yeah. Um, the HGA group also brought like a, uh, like a, what do you call it? It was a fire gun. <laughs> it, was, a flame it was a flamethrower, but it was from the boring country or boring company. For real. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's all. 
Chalmers just walked out of his truck but didn't mute his mic. So I had to and mute now it's feedback city. Wow. What yeah. an idiot. I wonder what he's going to get. What are we let's predict? Is it a Slurpee? Is it a Red Bull? Or is it some kind of juice, maybe? Oh, I hope he's going to get that's the only thing I'll justify. If he actually left his truck to go do any any form of work, I'll be very disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You saw a boring oh, company flamethrower up close? Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. They man. roasted marshmallows with it. Oh, <laughs> that's gangster. Charles, where'd you go? You're muted, by the way. Yeah, we can't hear you, man. Mm-hmm. I went. I, I just had to step out of my truck to put a bungee cord around some material that I am taking to some guys that are doing some work, and I'm going to spend this podcast on a drive, and I didn't want to uh, put anybody on the Anthony Henday in danger. So that's what I did. You're so <laughs> responsible. Very responsible. Saving lives. You're a hero awesome. like your M truck. I'm a great truck pa- packer. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right um, do we want to talk new netflix hockey documentary that we're supposed to watch or rap albums rap albums rap albums why not rap what? albums rap albums what does Survey everyone think of the rap albums donda 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 very good very very good i wasn't disappointed in the least so what I found interesting that, is like I was uh, Chalmers before you jump in. I know you're excited. Uh, I was cruising the internet because I liked it too. I mean, there's a couple of jams on there that I wasn't particularly yeah. fond of, but that's I think that's to be expected. I judge it by the hits. I listen to songs I don't like. I delete them from the album immediately, and I may only listen to five songs. How good are yeah. those five songs? Yeah, like I'll tell you right now, Jail and Jail Part Two, absolute bangers for me. Those are my yeah. top Great. two. I love those. Great. But it's just. I thought there would be more kind of duds on a 30 song album, but I was super into it. I loved it. Well, a lot of them are part twos though. Remixes, yeah. right? Yes. yes. Three of three of them. Right. And three of them where it's like, they had somebody, they had too many people that wrote um, parts for the songs. And so he had to put out two full songs, but what a lot of rappers do Charles is they send out the song with the verse missing to a few rappers and then pick their favorite. Well, so we'll get into that part of it. Here's my experience of the whole thing. I've been a little jaded with Kanye's last, like, three albums, right? The first, like, three that he put out were absolutely amazing. Pushing the limits of everything, hip-hop, and just, like, really genius albums. And then the last three were just weird. They're just fucking weird. So I was, I was not knowing what to expect with this one. And then you turn it on, and you put on song number one, and it's the Donda chant. And it's just, for a minute, it's just Donda. Don, and I'm like are we really fucking doing this again? Is this what we're doing? Like I could hear you when I was listening to it in my head, Chalmers. I could hear you listening to it in my head being like, what is he just going to rap his mom's name for a fucking minute straight? I was like, and and, so at that exact minute, I was like, (laughs) Oh my God, we're going to get exactly what we, nobody wants something. And so it immediately like jaded me. Like it immediately put me in a position where I was so critical that for the first like five songs, I I didn't really, I was like, where is the banger? Where is the like, and then all of a sudden I hit it with believe what you say or it's believe it or not or whatever. But so here's the thing. I listened to it front to back and I went, oh, for fuck's sake. But then the mark of a truly good album that night, <laughs> I'm like walking around the house and there are certain things in my head. Yeah. And I'm like, I just keep saying like, I guess who's going to tell tonight? Just fucking <laughs> and I'm like, I got to do this again. I got I to listen to it again. And the second time I went through it, man, it it just hit different. It clicked. And I, I, I love it. Like, I love the way it flows. I love how he has, like, four or five songs, and they're all different, but they're all really good. And then in the sixth song, he uses, like, just at the very beginning, he uses the best part of those five, four songs in like the interlude buildup to that sixth song. It's just, it was really well done. And I was so like, I was so happy. And, and, and yeah, like I cannot get it out of my head. I cannot get jail out of my head. And like, it's another one of those albums where because of his transitions between, between songs and you're, you don't have your phone out the whole time. You don't really fully know sometimes when a song is ended and a new song is begun. So like right now, if you ask me to name my favorite songs, I haven't done that like fourth or five listen mm. where I know exactly what song I'm listening to and exactly what that beat is. You know what I mean? 
And so, like, I'm kind of excited because I can listen to it, like, four, five, six more times. And there's still more to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not even close to bored of it. I'm, like, excited. And I've listened to it three times. And that... I'm with you. Happy. I'm super into it. I've had it on basically since it came out. Do you want to know one of the minor details of it that annoys me? And it's a very <laughs> Kanye thing to do is when you look <laughs> yeah. at the track listing, you don't know who the fuck the features are on that, unless you yeah. know who they are. And yeah. it just that drives me, me crazy. Yeah. Who do you that guys really have? Rattled me. Who is your, who is the best feature? Um, well, I'm, I said it right. Jail and jail part two are the best for me. So that's Jay-Z and DaBaby. Like so, they were the Lil, best. Lil, Lil Baby, the Lil Baby and the Weekend song, uh, I think it's called Hurricane. Yeah. It, it's really fucking good. And there's a whole song somewhere between like 8 to 12 where he doesn't even rap on it. It's just, it's just a guy and it's called, it's something about like, we made it or something, right? And it's not even him. Like, it, well, it doesn't sound like him. It might be his voice modulated or something, but... Like, yeah, I was I was kind of rattled because I don't know new rap well enough to know who some of the people were. Right. So I had to, like, look into it. And yeah, so I, I definitely think The Weeknd and Lil Baby is the one that really right now sticks out. But then there's like there's all this stuff that came out right afterwards. Like, first of all, the first thing that I very first saw was that Universal released the album without telling Kanye. Do you buy true that? Or not true. Does anybody know no, that? I don't, I don't know. buy that. I don't buy, I don't buy any of the shit. Okay, but then so so do you, so then you don't buy like the baby coming out and, and or him saying that like his manager held back a verse for one of the tracks and his manager saying that's not true. We gave you clearance and like um, Soldier Boy saying that he wrote a whole verse for a song and that it got wiped off that it wasn't on there. I think People Kanye like, has like multiple a- versions of multiple songs and has yeah. songs that got cut and is like uh, all yeah. over the map. It's Probably. a genius marketing plan is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Without question. Yep. So, so to further that genius marketing plan, these, there's, so tomorrow we get Drake, we get certain. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Big, big week. Have- Yay. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I love Drake. I love Drake too. I'm excited. I love Drake. Yeah, me, me, me too. So, and they're kind of having a billboard off. Have you noticed that? Yeah, they're yeah. promoting their albums, yeah. and they're like, like so in 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 the Big Apple in Times Square, uh, Drake put up a billboard that says the goat, being Jay Z, is on, or the goat is on Certified Lover Boy, yeah. and Kanye West in turn flooded like downtown Toronto with just billboards that say Donda on them. Obviously, not to go. this Drake-Kanye West thing is hilarious. It's so fake, dealt- man. It's like when Drake and or, uh, Kanye and 50 were going to retire where we didn't sell the most. And then oh, yeah. they each sold 10 million albums. No one retired. And yeah, uh, life yeah. went on. Oh, we yeah. tied. What a shame. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what, I, what I think is weird about it is I kind of delved deep into it last night on some YouTube videos. And there's an old one on the barbershop with LeBron James where Drake's on there. And he kind of says... Mm-hmm where it all started like and that is that he went to wyoming kanye west was like come to wyoming i'm working on my album and and or, or no drake and, and i'll help drake with his album and and he went there and kanye's like working on something and he gives him the song um you know the scoobity boop yeah the one kanye one? spoofed and basically put out as a joke yeah and he apparently he gave that beat yeah, he did that. He like, put that out with gibberish on it, so Drake couldn't release it as a single. Yeah. Ah, uh, so good. If you I go mean, back, Chalmers, there's footage of Drake back in the day, like when he still lived in Toronto, like way back, like a year after he signed to Cash Money, and they're filming in the studio, and he's spazzing in his Drake way because Kanye is fucking him over on a remix or something, and he's like, "Ah, why does he have to be like this?" And then his producers like. You have to realize he views you as competition now. And he's like, oh, Kanye. And like 12 years later, Kanye's still fucking him over. <laughs> so I think, I think this Kanye West album right now is like in the past five years, it's the number two streaming uh, on the, from the yeah. first day. Um, and what's crazy is the number, the number one album is Scorpion. And it's like 186 million uh, downloads. And on the first day, Donda had 96, like half, half that. Well, we'll see what uh, Certified Lover Boy come hits with then. 
I'm going to listen to it a million times on Probably. a thousand devices. Oh, yep. I'm so excited. Like Donda was fine, but like, I think certified lover boy, I saw a report that like Drake raps a lot in it. It's, it's not all much, rap. It's all rap. I, I want to know what the academic said. Holy I fuck. can't wait to see the features on Drake's. He's going to have some well, bangers on. We there. already know for sure. There's Lil baby, Jay-Z, Lil Dirk. I think Travis Scott's on it as well. Like, do we get a Bieber jam Biggie? though? Do we get a Bieber jam? After I would, the pop I star would video? assume there's a Bieber jam in it Come for on. the pop star payment. Give it to me. Swollen members. You know how, you know how Drake. Carnell Fischel. Chocolate. You know how Drake, you know Drake <laughs> kind of has his future where they kind of make like, uh, you know, Jay-Z and Kanye used to do it, right? Where they put yep. out a collaboration album. Drake and Future did it. Well, Kanye's new guy that I think I would definitely listen to another one is Kid Cudi because they have one song on Donda. Kid, Cudi. Kid Cudi's the best. It's I love Kid so Cudi. so good, man. Like, their styles together are really fucking good. Like, what was that album called? Uh, Kid See Ghosts? Kid See yeah, Ghosts. Kid yeah. Ghost. yeah. Kid See Ghosts. And what they it's release it under? Step- what do you mean? Even- Wasn't it just as like, Kid See Ghosts? Who, who, who is Oh, yeah, it was. No. Yeah, that's but, the but, artist but, name. Yeah, Kid See oh, Ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, that was I love that album. It's only like So like a songs, six song dude. album. It was a really good album. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah, it was really good. Kanye's so smart, man. Like really at the end of the day, like all the listing shows and all the crazy shit he was doing and living in the arena and like having the number one, two, and three Apple music streaming concerts of all time are all Kanye Donda listening shows. And then when the album comes out, so many people are like, finally, what the fuck? And then they crack all the records basically because of it. Like Kanye might be goofy or kind of crazy or whatever, but like Manny delivers on high. Oh yeah. Yeah. The interesting, the interesting thing about the Donda was I was cruising through world star on Instagram. Just, they had a rate Donda at a 10 kind of thing. It was really split out there. We, Jay and I went for, even Jay and I went for dinner with uh, David Quadrelli from Canucks army the other day. And he was not a fan at all. He was, he was very disappointed in it. So it was interesting. Wasn't that interesting, David Quadrelli of Canucks Army? Noted in our files. Yeah, you are now fired, David Quadrelli. Mm. No, no, <laughs> not fired, but he's definitely <laughs> under-observing. But we like quads. I love quads. Uh, today it's the Donda album. Next week he's ripping Connor McDavid's leadership. So do you one 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 last thing, and then we can move on if we don't want to talk about it. But do you know what the Donda chant is? It's like his mom's heartbeat as she passed away. Yeah, I didn't know that. What? So like, yeah. Yeah. So the the beats the beats in it like are holy the last minute, fuck. Yeah, the last minute. How did he have DJ audio beat. of that? Well, he just like from the hospital. I think you know they have her on the on the on the. I don't even know what it's called, but like an EKG machine or like a. On the roadcaster. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. Or we learned about a new machine yesterday on a video oh, we were whoa, on. I don't even yeah. know what that thing was called. Are you familiar with a tricaster? Yeah, it's tri-caster. made an advancement. Yeah. Do you have that oh, kind of chops yeah. or Imchuck to operate? It looks like a fucking you, you wouldn't know how to run a tricaster if it bit you. It looks like right? sure. I don't know. It looks like it should be manning a spaceship though, that thing. Has nine hundred buttons on it. Yeah, Are we getting one? So fu- about, well, well. First of all, your truck. Do you know how to operate a TriCaster? What would I have to operate it for? Everything. <laughs> Everything's knows, improving. Man. We could use it for this show right now. You we can slide it up right now. Yeah, you could. You could throw a You're, kitty. Lie your truck. Say you know how to use it for fuck's sake. Well, I've never used one. Don't but talk I'm, like that. Shut up. He's no a one mono has. mono caster guy. Can't get up to the tri <laughs> level. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just know they're fucking intense like i i could figure out how to use one but they're fucking intense yeah star wipe i mean i'm gonna put this in my <laughs> notes so we can talk about this after the show tricaster training yeah i'll yeah. take some tr- training on that there tricaster because it had a lot of knobs and buttons we that should, I we to should push. put one in the new digital studio if your m check could figure that the fuck out mm-hmm I have I have done nothing but figure things out since I got here. So uh, you've done nothing abilities. but go on vacation. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because vacation. because the first year and a half I worked here, I took everything on vacation. I worked on vacation. All right. Anyways, must be nice. You get on the number one podcast in sports in Canada, and immediately you retire. Yep. If you're on vacation and you don't want to cook, hit up our friends at DoorDash, where we have a promo code. 
Real Life DD. It gets new customers of the app 25% off and no delivery fee on their first order. DoorDash, ding dong. Ding dong. Check out Oodle Noodle DoorDash. Yep. This is the Jackson 5 podcast because your M-Check is the young star and the rest of us are like old and bitter and your M-Check knows he's too good for it, but we keep dancing in line and he can't get rid of us. That's the show's dynamic, your M-Check. I don't know if I like that comparison. He's being Tito. Yeah. I'll be Tito. I'll go. Jermaine. I'll be Jermaine. Ah, but I want to be Tito. Dad. I'll go. I'll be no. Joe. No, no, no I'll be Randy, the one with the bass. I'll, I'll be the dad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even Let have to sing. It. I just stand there with the bass, which isn't even plugged in. Yeah. It doesn't even have strings on it. No, it doesn't. I just have to dance. <laughs> you just got to cool, dance man. in town. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. All about the vibes. My yeah. mic's not turned on, and there's no strings in my bass. And here I go. We needed five for the poster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We screwed Janet, up. Who's yeah. Janet? <laughs> who's Janet? Obviously, your M check. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a new. So we, we talked about the Malice at the Palace doc, right? And that was the Untold one. Um, and there's another part of it called Untold Crime and Penalties. Right. And it's the wild story of like the Danbury Trashers, who were a minor hockey team that was like, Run by like the mafia or some shit. I don't know. What is this? I saw the preview and it's like yeah. a mobster buys a hockey team, and this is not a comedy. You said so it's you a minor that? hockey team, or, or it was a pro team. Well, yeah, like a minor like a pro minor team or pro. whatever. Yeah, like yeah. Q- QMAJ. So it's basically Q-P. like the uh, the Chiefs from uh, Charleston Flat Chiefs. Shot. Yeah, yeah. Who owned the Chiefs? Owned, owned. Um, but it looked pretty so, sweet. Like there was a scene where it said they were paying all the players under the table, and then the guy getting interviewed is like, "Hey, am I allowed to say that?" And the guy was like in a luxury box, gangster high fiving people and shit. Like it looks pretty cool. Like, Are you giving so, us homework, Tyler? So yeah, I'm gonna say this. Let's let's say this is our homework. Let's all watch this, and we'll recap it on Monday. And if you're listening to this right now, watch it, follow along for our recap of it. But on the DFO rundown, Frank Saravalli did an interview with the owner's son. So Frank did like a whole sit down with him about this thing. And that's going to be coming up probably next week on the DFL rundown. And Jason Greger is going to be joined by former NHLer Mike Rupp, who used to play for this team as well. See, this what? is what I'm talking Rupp about. This is for bullshit. That team? That's wow. what Greger said. This is some elite level Michael, recording that's it. going you're on rec- up there. You're recording your own album, Michael. We get it. You have a better show you're on. We get it. You actually talk to the people in the documentary on your better other show. We get it. I res- yeah, right. Frank right. texted me this morning saying, have you heard of the whatever Danbury Thrashers? I'm like, is that that untold documentary that came? He's like, yeah. He's like, we had them on the show. I'm like, well, aren't you fucking on top of the hot topic no conversation shit. right now? Like, but that, like, if we want to try and be better, that's the type of shit we need to do. So, well, your M truck is literally great. on these shows and doesn't want to involve us. So that's great. Yeah, definitely boxing us out. Yeah, thanks, your M truck. If only we knew a guy who knew about that in advance. He's either working on DFO the, or the, going on vacation. It's yeah, nothing. And we're getting you a tricaster. I didn't Tom even know this. In the Chalmers Saravelli beef, I think your M truck team your Saravelli. <laughs> you have oh, beef with Frank. We need we need you two hanging out more, and we need to document that shit. Yeah. Why do you hate each other? We had a good origin. We had a good. We don't hate each other, man. We we have we have the friendliest of competitions that turns into the perfect amount of jarring back and forth. In my opinion, are you like, oh Frank? Perhaps I too will break the code of the expansion draft, and then you just tweeted (laughs) thirty-one incorrect players. No, not really. I just like to chirp people, so I just chirped him about his golf game. (laughs) Online or in real life? In real life. In real life. Face to face. I ain't no. I ain't no keyboard warrior. <laughs> uh, um, you guys remember the golf tournament when I fell off the cart and did a backwards somersault? <laughs> oh no! I also yeah. fell off a cart, Tyler. Dangerous man. These streets ain't safe. And this is why next year's juice? tournament is going to be starting in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, that there's a lot of pe- there was a lot of pent up nation we- uh, event energy amongst the group amongst yeah. everyone, and you, <laughs> everyone showed up. So uh, we're just going to start we a little bit the early. Guy that- You're a- Someone, had you know, to be we can't allow around. this on the podcast. You know, we can't talk about this. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's, Marcus, uh, yeah, there's. <laughs> If you'd like to send your lawsuits to General Post Office Box 42433. 
Send that me to Frank Sarah Valley at DFO Rundown. The fever dream Ch- Chalmers is having. To so uh, all I can remember from the tournament, your check is Chalmers being yelled from one hole behind us constantly. Oh, fuck yeah. And Frank just yelling. Uh, that was good. Um, I don't know if I actually have to edit out that part that Chalmers said, but if I do, it'll just be like a three second bleep. So if you're a listener, um, <laughs> if there's a bleep, I took something out. If yeah, not, Chalmers, I got the green Chalmers light to play said, it. Yeah. Chalmers swore. Yeah. I'm just trying to All mitigate right, our legal podcast. risk here. Trying to be a oh. able corporate governor. Yeah. We just, we, we already got the HGA insurance. So we just don't want to have to tap in on the HGA law. If you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Chalmers, you got anything for us? Any current events or anything like that? Uh, yeah, let's see. What's going on? Um, <laughs> What's no, in the news? It's like the only things that I've been thinking rap. about lately is fantasy yeah, rap football. albums. Fantasy, oh, fantasy football starting back up. Oh, yep. we, have a, we have a spot open on the real life. Uh, we had Nation Dan decided that he was too butthurt by uh, Cam Newton getting cut for some weird reason. I want to talk about this for a second. I want to talk okay. about Cam Newton, Thomas. I have a take for you, and I wrote it down so I could give it to you. Okay, so my so first off, um, we have an extra spot. Now, there's somebody in the league has claimed that their son would take the spot. Now, that's all well and good, but I don't want that. Uh, unfortunately, we want to have people who don't know each other. You start adding family members and shit, and collusion happens, and then commissioners – you know, have to do more work. And the last thing I want this thing to do is have to provide me with more work. So anybody that's interested in joining the nation real life fantasy draft, the draft will be taking place on Monday, the long weekend, Labor Day, Monday at eight o'clock mountain standard time. If you are interested and you want to be in a 12 team league with a bunch of other nation listeners, hit me up on social media at, I don't know, find it. I don't know what they are. I just remember Donda. You guys are going to be really mad at me. So, Oh, my God. You out, too? No. Um, I just remembered that last season, once I got eliminated, I got really annoyed because the group chat wouldn't stop buzzing while I was recording a podcast. So I muted it. And I was like, oh, I'll remember to unmute that chat like tomorrow. And I didn't. So I've been going off the assumption because I have the group chat muted that we weren't doing it this year. No, it's up. No. Everybody's back in. Except I'm, you're, for- I'm still using that Twitter group chat? Yeah. Yeah, it's still there. How do I unmute this thing? Connor McMayfields are here to defend. Yeah, I'm yeah. ready to go too. Should I oh, run it or should I also get uh, my girlfriend to just run it again? Because remember, she was managing my team last year. Oh, and I sure. Just, yeah, I, nice. I, yeah, nice. I was just the owner. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> but uh, what? Go, I want to talk this Cam Newton thing. Wanya's actually got a football yeah. pick. I yeah, can't I believe like the storyline. It was explained to me, and I was like, I got to talk to Thomas about this. I may I don't have know anything about wrong. it. I'm ready to learn. So As I understand of, it. Yeah, go ahead. I want you our, to tell it. There's a quarterback that came from Bama, which is a pressure cooker to begin with, and he's an all-world hero, and he reports to New England, and Belichick gasses that Newton chap, and this kid is a rookie, is slated to be new Tom Brady? Yeah, yeah so, Mac Jones. So, so here's... Mac Jones, yeah. So here's what happened. Mac Jones. Um, Cam Newton has had a rough last couple years. He's had some injuries. Um, he's just not playing well. And he was going to get a chance with Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Now, they recently let him go, and five days went by. And what had happened was Cam Newton has, has not been vaccinated. Now, a lot of people are saying this didn't play a role, but there is absolutely no way that – the, a guy like Bill Belichick who wants zero um, annoyances, distractions when you're getting ready for a football season is going to allow something like this to happen. So Cam Newton went and tested, got tested for COVID by another doctor, meaning he had to go outside of the bubble that they had created in New England, causing him to have to quarantine before coming back into the team. That cost him five days in training camp. And that gave paved way for Mac Jones to start taking all the first team reps, which Cam Newton had been doing. Mm-mm. Mac Jones then takes, takes all the first team reps has an amazing preseason, seven drives, four of them end in touchdowns, two of them end in field goals. One of them ends in a punt. That is amazing for a rookie quarterback in the preseason. Now, some will say he's going against second team defenses. Well, he was playing with second team offense in practice. Bill Belichick has watched Tom Brady 
for the past 12 years, and he knows what a good quarterback looks like. So some people are saying that he really likes Cam Newton, that the, the COVID thing was just kind of an icing on the cake, but that he likes Cam Newton, and he wanted to give him the opportunity to get another starting job. Now, so that's why he released him as a favor. But I don't hmm. believe that because if you have a backup quarterback, you know, saying, hey, Cam, I'm going to release you so that you can maybe try and go get another starting job. Nobody in their right fucking mind is going to do that because they would try to trade him first. Clearly, yeah. there was zero, um, like, you know, trade partners out there willing to have a look at Cam. So he cut him. It's a weird situation. It's, you know, I think in my mind that, like, him not being vaccinated and Bill Belichick kind of doing that was kind of like a, listen, you know, you got to get vaccinated. Atlanta Falcons are the only team to be fully vaccinated. Jerry Jones. Bucks are now. Says, are they? Yeah, Bucks yeah. all are? Yeah. Okay, so Jerry Jones, old millionaire, you know, billionaire oil tycoon, not a guy who you would think, you know, Trump support, not a guy who you would think would be sitting there pushing the vaccination. He knows the vaccinations are literally a business decision for him, and he is pushing them hard on his players. And, you know, it could be the difference between having a full lineup, getting to a Super Bowl, like – he knows that that is a part of the game. And I think Can I stop you for a sec while you're, before yeah. you go like what's, what's payroll on an NFL team? Is it like a hundred million or something crazy like that? Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Uh, so it makes like, sense I, then I, for an owner to be like, no, no, you fucking idiots. Yeah. Like, I need oh, yeah. you. To- like, oh. uh, Can I ask I a quick regardless. question? Bag milk. Do you go have ahead. taco pants on? Yeah, I do. Yeah, wow. I do. my clothes okay. have been a topic of conversation here on video chats lately, and I like it. Okay, so that's interesting. So we're at the taco pants part of the pandemic. Yep, taco pants. I also purchased myself a wonderful Shakira shirt yesterday. Oh, I, I saw that, and I loved it. It's great. Big Shakira fan over here. Absolutely. Chalmers, I apologize. Continue. Oh, that's okay. I mean, I, I was pretty much done, but, you know, like... That's a great storyline. That's a hell of a genesis for a new... Mac Jones is a great marketable name. Is he sexy? How's he looking? Yeah, what? Yeah. Uh, Let's get down dude. to business here. No? Okay, so dude. here's what's funny. There is a sell famous... There's, there's a famous picture of him out there with his shirt off and a cigar in his mouth. This fat guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that, yes, that is, the everyman. <laughs> He's a good old boy. Yeah, Don't that does start. not look like an NFL quarterback, this picture start. I'm looking at. Yeah, but neither did neither did Tom Brady. And this no. guy is unbelievable. Like, he's he's really, really, really good. <laughs> I so, love this photo. I'm going to drop this in the group chat for you one year. One this is Tom Brady 2.0. It's insane that they make them take their shirts off and do photos. It's like low-grade pornography. Uh, they didn't make him take this off at all. Oh, you're talking about at the, at the combine. At the combine. Make, like, take your shirt stand, off. They make them stand there in their boxer briefs or their underwear with a yeah. sign next to them that says their name, their height, <laughs> and their weight. And then they just take, like, a picture of them and their body. Like, that yeah, ain't, that ain't right. Little, it's kind of fucking weird, but... That's Coming at you in the group chat right now. Holy Morgan. Lord, he's got Love it. I <laughs> can get guy, behind this guy. I can get this behind guy this guy. thick. Mac Jones, thick. Yeah, he's great. He's just, I love it. Yeah, I'm, I can get behind it. Yeah. There's, now I'm looking at a side-by-side photo of this dude, Mac Jones, with the cigar in his mouth and the, and the little gut here next to uh, Cam Newton, who is absolutely shredded. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Cam Newton. Cam Newton in the NFL is probably, you know, he's, he looks fantastic, right? He's, he always dresses fantastic. He's an icon, right? If this guy could play better <laughs> than he does – he would literally be the biggest star in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the way he looks and presents. But he's, you know, there's some guys that just don't have it. Like he, he is his press conferences. He just doesn't, he doesn't portray himself very well. And it's, it sucks for guys like him, but you know, he's not playing well. I don't think he'll get a starting job this year. And there's one clip where Mac Jones comes in in relief of Cam Newton in the preseason throws like the 75 yard touchdown, high five and everybody passes Cam Newton, not on purpose, doesn't see him. But Cam Newton basically chases him down with his hand up, trying to give him a high five, and Mac Jones doesn't notice him for an uncomfortably long amount of time. And you're cut. And you're cut. Cutty. You know, if Cam Newton wants to present himself better, he could try hitting up our good friends at Twig and Berries. And you know what, Cam Newton, he got cut. Maybe he needs to save some money. 
Promo code NATION15 would get him 15% off. I am just kidding, though, because Cam Newton actually dresses fantastic. I love the personality. Ballerific. And he's a multimillionaire. But if you're listening to this and you want to dress better, twigandberries.ca, promo code NATION15. You know Cam Newton takes care of his Southern Hemisphere. You should, too. The dressing. It's all about the dressing. That's what mm-hmm. that's Cam Newton. are all about. Cam Newton, career earning. Let's take a guess. Let's have a, let's have a guess. He's played 10 seasons in the NFL. Oh. $65 million. $120 million. 310 mil. Okay. So, in base salary, he has made $66.4 million. Okay. With, a signing bon- with signing bonuses over the years of $37 million. For a total of $103,000, $103 million. Dude. Not that much after tax. Oh, (laughs) there it is. There it is. Your rem chuck. That's why he needs the Twig and Berry's promo code. Yeah. 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 Needs to save some money. We got you covered, Cam. Man. Um, okay, so we got anyway, so yeah, fantasy football. So any other upcoming current events? I don't know. Let's talk about the things. What's happening in the world right now? Uh, uh, yeah, no, let's let let's not talk about that. Um, exactly. Let's avoid talking. Let's about avoid that. People listen listen to this podcast for entertainment. Yeah. Oh no, I wasn't talking about. I was not talking about that. I wasn't bringing up that. But any world events at all? That, <laughs> hey, 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 Wanye, Wanye. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you ready for Are you ready for the hundred eighty seventh wave of flu season? <laughs> I don't believe in science. You know, I, I, I made a joke today. I made a joke today to somebody that we should start naming uh, flu seasons after hurricanes and call it like flu season Ida and flu season Katrina and shit like that. You know me, Chalmers. I subscribe to the theory: if I drink a Dr Pepper a day, I am immune to all disease. That's mm-hmm. right. That counts as a visit. Uh-huh. I've been taking horse medicine this whole time. Daily Whoa. meetings. I just love that my I, kids I, I can't to- get off the chloroquine, actually. Yeah, if I'm yeah the fully chloroquine's honest. good. Yep. The horse dewormer is what I think you meant. Yep. No, that's the latest. Yep. The Joe Rogan um, thing is bizarre. Hey, he's like, yeah, I think so I got weird. it. Then he lists 85 drugs he took in two minutes. And yeah. now he's like, I'm fine. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think any, kids- I think any cocktail like that'll kill most viruses. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> if you yeah. survive the cocktail. <laughs> my, All his hair grows back. Yeah. The kids went back to school today, and the best thing about it is they don't give a shit about wearing masks. They are just so fucking happy to be back with their friends in school. That is literally all I cared about was, like, how, you know, how I always just care about them. So they don't care. I don't care. We don't care. School's back. Life is good. <laughs> Logan's, Logan's rocking a sick lid as well. Yeah. Oh. First day. Respect. Oh, dude, yeah. You see on Instagram, hope, ne- hope never dies. Hope you know never what the dies. worst thing is? So did I tell you guys, remember when you printed out those uh, those Oilers Nation black mesh back hats with just yeah. the, the fist in white on the front? That was a golf they were hat, only yeah. Given, yeah, they were only given to people at the golf tournament, right? So I had one. I gave it to him to wear to school because he looks awesome in flat brim like adult hats because he's got a huge head. Um, <laughs> and so he left it on his bike one morning because he, he wears a helmet and keeps it on his bike. And when he, took, when he walked into school, he left it on his bike. Somebody stole it. Oh, in, like uh, in like an hour and a half. So it wasn't there when he got back and he was devastated. He came home. He was like, I'm sorry, dad. I'm like, uh, buddy, don't be, I'm like, don't be upset. I'm like, it happens, man. Like well, if that, if that was a limited edition. So if any of the listeners have one of those hats in good position, <laughs> we will swap yeah. you with a new design. We'll two, two new hats, design, two new hats. And we'll get Logan back his bucket. When, uh, the oh, that would one. be amazing. What was he the last thing was... we did this for? Didn't we have another like nation gear swap we were trying to do for Chalmers? Uh, no, I don't remember. Oh man, no, I, I can't remember. remember, but it rings a bell. Anyways, um, new line of nation gear. We getting that soon? Oh yeah, I was working on the Hope Will Never Die designs today with the graphic designer. I got to see yeah. some of the prototypes last night. By the way, Dog Patch. We all went for lunch as a as a team the other day. Oh, I'm just gonna bring that up. Well, yeah, Ooh. you were on holidays, you're Chuck, ah. so you're not invited to the team lunches. Uh, wonderful. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm a big French onion soup guy, mm-hmm. but when you stick that in a bread bowl, and then I get Ooh. to eat the bread bowl, right? Just, I'm just carving up and winning life. That's my moment right there. Oh yeah. Oh man, eating the bread bowl is so, the bomb. So I have a I have a couple rules about dining with people. 
um, I ask them prior to going for lunch or dinner with them if they are going to get French onion soup, because if they say yes, I do not go with them because <laughs> it stinks like shit. And I can't. Oh take my it. god! Uh-huh. Oh my god! You are an, you question. are you are out of line, uh-huh. sir. You are offending the Shaolin Temple right now. My question about this French onion soup is: Does it smell like the inside of a dead person? <laughs> <laughs> it smells like victory. Well, so uh, I'm excellent. not a, I'm not an onion guy, Chalmers. So I've never had French onion soup. So I have not like I I kind of get what you're saying, but. I was at the table with bag milk, and he had it, and I couldn't smell it. It was ventilation. If that helps, oh yeah, the HVAC and dog patches uh, elite, elite. We're gonna change the kinds of soup up, though, Chalmers. There's there's a lobster bisque under development that is going to launch a thousand ships when it comes out. Well, I'm going. I'm going to dog patch to check it out. I've seen a lot of people, nation supporters, uh, posting that they have gone to check it out. It looks fucking awesome. Obviously, I can't wait to go there. I'm going to take the boys. I, I asked Jr. if uh, if it was a lot like like kid friendly, which it of is. Of course, licensed, it's not like the olden days, Chalmers. There's no VLTs, no smoking. Hey, kids can come in. <laughs> yeah, no, kids can shut no, it I down love it. too if they want. <laughs> Chalmers, I I, I, I got to tell you, man, do yourself a favor. I was there again last night. Try a couple of the cocktails, a couple of the fancy cocktails. Uh, what was one I tried last night? The Red Door. Ooh, you know, know why it's called the Red Door, Bag Milk? Uh, is it because of the edible little flower brick. petals? No, it's because <laughs> of the red door, a little brick. Oh, that makes sense. It's all tied together. Synergy. Oh, yeah. oh I no, know. I will try the delicious. Co- I will try the cocktails. The, the thing. So I might have to. I, I was going to ride my bike there with the boys because we really have found a love for riding our bikes places that are far uh, because my sons are getting a little older. And that's kind of something that's that comes with age and bigger bikes. You know, they're they're more equipped to be able to do it. We actually for my anniversary with my wife, we don't really celebrate that much. And it's like 12 years. So it's nothing special. But Every we day went, is a celebration. Uh, Every, Every day is a celebration. We rode our bikes to Horlack Park from the West End, which is like, you know, Rio Terrace, Patricia Heights to Horlack Park. Absolutely. Oh, for a symphony, for the music, for the Edmonton Symphony did um, music of the movies. So they did like oh, Star cool. Wars, Jurassic Park. It was awesome. At like two in the afternoon. Um, it's a delightful bike ride. So, I would like to, uh, I, would, I was really wanting to ride my bike on like Sunday afternoon to dog patch. So I might be only able to have three cocktails. You know what? Sometimes that makes the ride back better, to be honest. Tell the staff drummers that you want the nation staff discount because you qualify. Is there, I, hold up. Really? You too, your M check. Loves the deal. I love a good deal. I also love a bargain, and I was uh, very, very happy last night to look at my bill and see that there was a nice little discount waiting for well, me. I love I being, even have I to love say anything. Part, I love being part of the nation, too, getting the staff discount. But also, I, I don't know really how I snuck my way into the picture at the golf tournament because it was like everybody that works for the nation. <laughs> that in like a, You're in the middle, Jalmers. <laughs> yeah, you're dead center. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like dead you, you were being you celebrated. It was like, oh, man. You guys told me to get in there, and I was so like, good. fuck, it was, yeah, I'll be in. That's funny, though. It was that's like good. the team photo so- slash goodbye to Josh Park photo in Chalmers. Yeah. But you're part of the team. Yeah, and we love Josh Park, and we and and so, but it was nice to it was nice to meet like Josh Lang. It was nice to meet it was nice exactly. to meet Caroline after talking to her for a day. You know, spending a bit of time with uh, her and Josh Park out on the golf course and just hanging out and having a drink and shooting the shit. It was it was nice to see everybody because I don't really get to see them as much as you guys do. All good I- people. Uh, it's been a minute since I got to see you in your element like that, Chalmers. And the chirping <laughs> you were fucking giving me at the at the at dinner was just like never ending. Just didn't stop. That's why I stole your drink. Bag milk. Oh, yeah, yes, you did. You stole his drink. Yes, I did. Nice. I can Bag- tell you what it was. I don't even need to ask. So, how'd you enjoy your rag coke? It was stiff. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> blinding, right? Yeah, that shit. It was either it went down the hatch, or I was cleaning the floors with it later. Poured it in my yeah. gas tank and drove home. Oh, they were good. They were they were they knew how to pour them there. Fuck! I can't believe Fuck. we shut the casino down. I was I you was shut the, the casino down. That's yeah, what buddy. Tyler, yeah. I'm so yeah, happy buddy. I jumped in with you and the misses because I heard this the next day and I was already feeling fragile. I'm like, oh my god, they, I'm glad I went. Three a.m. Fat, fat burger at two thirty a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And wow. Josh Park drove us all home, which was so nice. Wow. Sometimes you got it. Um, I want to share with you. Night. 
I want to share with you guys a tweet I just saw pop up that I think will intrigue you all. But before I do that, manscaped.com has a promo code as well. And that one's real life. Gets you 20% off and free shipping. Just because we're getting to the winter months doesn't mean you want to let your downstairs get sloppy. Pick up the lawnmower mm. 4.0. Save 20% with the promo code real life. Um, this tweet here, breaking. The PGA Tour has struck a deal with Netflix to produce a docu-series on the upcoming season similar to the F1 Drive to Survive. The cast is being finalized, but several of the tour's top players have agreed to participate. Huh. Awesome. That's interesting. That'll be sick. Oh, my well, God. That's it, how you sell the sport. With, it starts and end with Brooks, Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, yep. Patrick Cantlay, Dustin Johnson. Those four, if they're not in it, it like those four all have. <laughs> Charles, like, where you- are the stars? Where's the stars? Where's Corey Pavin? Dude, Where's Colin Montgomery you, in all of this? If, where are the real golfers? Your, if you had your ear to the street right now, you would know <laughs> that the four people I just named are huge stars. Dude, this past weekend was one of the most exciting bits of golf I've ever watched on a Sunday. Really? Bryce, Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, yeah. Resident, resident fucking douchebag. Uh, going in a uh, um, question uh, sudden, yeah, <laughs> why is he a resident douchebag <laughs> every single thing he does he is constantly asking for relief from stuff like red ants he you know he I, I, God, he you asked, know what? somebody else asked me this and I couldn't think of all the ways because there's just so many little ones relief so, uh, he does a lot ants. of a little annoying things and it sets Ugh. play he's got a few beefs with a few players and it, he's a very polarizing uh, subject in terms of uh, golf fans like some people do like him he absolutely rips the golf ball uh, but he also looks kind of like an idiot doing it um, and his whole approach to the game is a lot different than others whether it's his style or how he practices or there's just a lot of things that people can either like or not like um, but one of the things in this tournament sorry Chalmers I'm jumping in here is don't do it is 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 the uh, so like the, I don't know what was going on this weekend. Like was that the were they playing the Victoria Golf Course? Like they shot four hundred under. Yeah. Like it was insane yeah. <laughs> how easy it was playing. First of all, so they go super under, and it goes to a playoff. But was it during the playoff? Like we're we're no. bracing. Oh, it was. No. Oh, it was. It was the last hole leading up. No, to the- it was the fourteenth hole, I think, and it was like the fourteenth hole, and. Bryson just like out of nowhere, just at, like tells Patrick Cantley to stop moving. Don't walk. Yeah, stop walking. Stop walking. And you just like, these guys play on the fucking tour. They know etiquette. And Patrick stop Cantley, walking. well-known good guy. And like, it's just one of those things where you kind of look at the guy and you're like, are you fucking serious right now? Like, I'm not even in your view. Like, I'm like, you know, type of thing. So go ahead. Keep going. Well, no, but but that, that, yeah, yeah. you, you got more like that. That was the big thing. I thought it happened on like the 18th hole or something. And that, I think that pissed off Cantley and he drained a pot or something to force, to force a uh, playoff. Now yeah. I might just be merging storylines on that. Yeah. Where are the I hottest mean, golfers matter- of today, Chalmers? Where's Ian Woosnam in your list? Well, there's like John Rom. I mean, you. that's the thing. Golf, golf isn't John Rom. Dude, but these guys have personalities. You're just not you're just not finding them. Like I'm unplugged, buddy. Yeah. Golf, has more personalities. golf has more personalities right now than it ever has. Yep. And Is that they, right? There might yep. yeah, there might not be like one guy who just like dominates like Tiger used to, but there's all these different guys that do all these different things and yeah. they all have personalities. There's dudes like so Bryson DeChambeau missed a four footer to win it. Right? And this is after he missed, like, and this is on a playoff hole. Four-footer to win it, misses it, right? The story leading up to that is there was about three putts within eight to ten feet that could have totally swung the tournament for him to win this thing that he missed. So he was having the gifts, and they continued to let him down. He continued to miss putts in the sudden death, finally to the point where he loses the sudden death playoff that he should have so easily won He's walking off, and dudes are just heckling him because he's not liked. And when I when I say the things that maybe that he does that aren't liked, is golf is a gentleman's game. He is like the guy at the golf course that just acts like a douche at every opportunity that he's he a can. hardo. You know what I mean? Like 
He's a hardo. He's a hardo. He doesn't understand the, the you know, just social norms. Hold up, hold up. What's like- a hardo? What's that mean? I don't get it. So, like, if he's if he's not playing around, he's ripping weights or or working on his swing speed non like non. You got to watch the guy hit balls. He doesn't even watch where he hits it. He swings the ball like retees, swing retees, swing retees. Like he's just like an absolute like Jesus. Like he's like a hamster in a, in a, in, a, in a running wheel. He's nonstop. So and Harder. like I don't mind the analytics. Every every sport in the world has moved more analytics based, but he takes it to such a different level with the with the math that he puts into things. Wanya, he's got every single one of his clubs in his bags is, is the same length. What? I don't mind that. I don't mind that he deploys physics to his game. Like that just what makes him so unique. It's just everything outside of that. I'm just like, so he, he hits everything then longer than you would think. Depends as a result of a longer, everything, everything is the same length. except for his driver is like the same length. I think as a six iron or something. So even his sand wedge is as long as a six iron. So and, but one, his three on iron's only as long as a six iron, too. So he wouldn't hit a three iron as far as a conventional shaft. Well, in, right. sure, in theory, but he does. He does, but though, he does. right? Yeah. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples. So one tournament, he held up at play for an ungodly amount of time because he was demanding he get relief from um, a, a, a grassy area that he said was infested by red ants and when the people came over and were like what are you talking about they're like he's like there's an ant and there's a red ant he just wanted wanted relief right number two thing that i can remember that was just like everybody respects the masters and the talk going into the one masters i think in 2020 um was like bryson hitting it this far all of a sudden like will he tame uh the masters and will he tame augusta and nobody disrespects augusta and he had a quote that was like, well, I, I look at Augusta as being a par 67 for me. Basically saying, like, this course is fucking easy. Nobody says that. And he goes out and shoots a 77. And you just go, like, fuck you. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, he just, just comments like that. It. It's, yeah. it's just shit like that. And then he, he's hitting his co- King Cobra driver. And he hits it bad one day. And he plays bad. And he, like a baby, like a petulant little child, goes up on the – press conference and he starts talking about how bad his driver is and this driver sucks and i can't hit it and all that and the guy comes out and is like we have we make you 10 drivers per week and every time you say that you want it changed we jump on it people are working day and night in research and development you are asking for this golden ticket that doesn't exist and we are trying to make a 200 mile an hour yeah this is the guy and he's like he's like greg norman weigh in did he? They call the shock in no. to have a little shit about it. Greg, Na- Greg Namon's too busy fucking surfing, surfing the Kuka, the Coca-Cola or some shit. Yeah, with a six pack and a platinum wallet, hanging with babes, just bungee jumping out of or bungee jumping and fly, <laughs> jumping out of airplanes. That dude lives a life. But anyway, oh yeah. So, so he's unlikable, and it was nice to see him get his comeuppance in any other position after this like really dramatic seven hole playoff. I would have normally felt bad for somebody. It was impossible to feel bad for this guy because of the way he was acting. You know, just he's a child. He's a fucking big, fat child. Isn't that good for golf, though? Little villain. It's great for golf. Great for golf. Great for golf. Oh, yeah. Add a little bit of wrestling to the old golf. Well, well, that's the thing. Like, golf has got like, it's, there's way more outside of, like, there's more storylines now, right? Like, golf's getting better. So that's why I think Netflix jumping in with a documentary is just, it's like, it's just breaking the mold of what golf was in terms of just like a rich white guy sport and like making it more approachable and giving it more personality. That's cool. I'll watch that. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I, I'll watch it. Well, I'm really, I'm really excited about this year, Chuck, because like F1 got a huge boost in North America because oh, yeah. of that documentary. And if you know, golf is a popular sport. There is, but it, but it's got a real cult following that the people that love it love it, and you know, the people that don't just think it's a boring thing to do. Where you know, it's my second favorite thing to do on a Sunday. My first favorite thing to do: lay down, watch some football, have a little twenty to twenty to thirty minute nap during like the one o'clock games and go right into Sunday night football. My God is coming back. I'm so excited. I fucking just so jacked for that. I thought but you were like, about to say, sit down, have 20 to 30 beers and watch football. Cause that's what I like to do. It's pretty good beers. I, but I, you, you guys noticed how many beers do you think I had at the nation open? 
None. What? Aren't you all? Wow, that would suggest a man of... That would suggest a man of temperance and discipline. And yet the real question is, <laughs> how many Ryan Airs did you drink at the golf tournament? Um, that was a undisclosed amount. <laughs> like <laughs> I said, lot. I stole <laughs> Chalmers drink at dinner and that shit went down like fire. <laughs> and it got you where you needed to be, didn't it? Absolutely. Into Josh Parks escaping on the way to the casino. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The long way to the casino, but that's a, another story for another time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, I guess, I guess we can wrap up. Well, real quick. Yeah. Yamo offer sheet? Nah, not happening. Yamo comparable to Farabee? Fucking these deals are sewering us that are happening in the league. Yamamoto will sign for two years, 1.8 per year, and we'll go from there. I believe like- you, because you're the Michael Jackson of this band. Well... Tito's going to jump in and say, like, if you, the offer, like, if they offer sheet Yamamoto, like, you could do it and screw the Oilers, and the compensation the Oilers would get is just atrocious. So, it just can't that's happen. The thing. Yeah. Cause that's the scary thing. So, someone offers sheets in what, like two and a half or three so, or something. I tweeted this yesterday. So, if it's 1.35 to 2.05, it's a third round pick. If it's 2.05 to 4.1, it's a second round pick. So, like, hey. That's all bad. How much do we have in the bank here to spend? Like, what do we have for cap space? Like as one point eight. Not a whole lot. <laughs> um, I got a question uh, for all you guys. I would like for you because this is a hockey podcast, and I need you oh, to explain it? to the the guy on it that doesn't. Know. So, what was the whole deal between Carolina and Montreal? Can somebody give me the Cliff Notes version of what the fuck was going on? There? It's the best. It is taco the best. pants. What do you got? Uh, let me let me let me have it. So, Tyler, correct me if I'm wrong here. Last year, or was that two years ago? Two years ago. Or two years ago. The Montreal Canadiens tendered an offer sheet to Sebastian Ajo of the Carolina Hurricanes. Okay? Okay. And he accepted it. He accepted it. It went through the process. Carolina quickly matched, and they basically said, thank you for doing all the negotiation for us. We'll take our player back. Now... Fast forward to the Whoa, other day. But, that, but then there was also the comments that Montreal said that Sebastian yeah. believes in the team and where they're going and wants to go to a winner. Like they posted yes. that out. Yeah. Yeah. So they <laughs> tweeted all okay. of this that Sebastian believes in the process and the, you know, the buzzword, the this, the that, and the other. Fast forward to the other day. Uh, Tyler, I'm going to need help on the pronunciation on this one, pal. Okay. Carolina offers. That's correct. Yemi. Carolina. What's the guy? Cock and Yemi? Yeah, Yesperi Kakanyemi. Yesperi Kakanyemi. So they offer sheeted us Yesperi Kakanyemi. And then to troll Montreal, they basically copied and pasted, but changed the name verbatim. All the messages Montreal was putting out about their offer sheet two years ago. (laughs) And they released it in French. They did it just a masterful troll job. Their Twitter bio is in French right now. And they also, so the deal for Kotkaniemi is one year, 6.135 million with a $20 signing bonus, which is Ajo's jersey number. $20, like a, like a green bill. Okay, so is, is McCockiner, is he going to Carolina then? I don't That's think Montreal's game. matching it. I don't, I don't think, think, I don't think they can't afford him. They can't. They can't. They can't no, afford Barry's, him. Barry's going okay. to stay in Montreal? Okay, but here's Barry the, here's, Mike, Barry's mm. going to Barry's no, going Barry's to Carolina. So here's did you just, the. Did you just get it, Wanya? No, I got it. I'm with you at every step of this joke. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy part on the podcast here. The crazy part about this is that the Montreal offer sheet on Aho was like below market value and probably saved Carolina money. It really didn't make a lot of sense as to why Aho would have signed it or even why Carolina would have been mad because they got a pretty good deal on a, their best player. The Cock and Yemi offer sheet, six point one million. That's 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 reportedly like three and a half million dollars more than Montreal was prepared to offer him. So if you're Montreal, you can get a first and a third round pick for a guy who might have actually asked out after the Stanley Cup Finals. There was a report of that floating around yeah. as well. So if you're Montreal, take the first, take the third, flip the first to Carol or to Arizona, get yourself Christian Dvorak and another pick. And you'll sit there with like two and a half million dollars more in cap space and two draft picks and a player who might actually be just yeah. as good as Cockney that you have to qualify. You have to qualify Cockney now at like six point whatever million. So oh it's, a roll, it's a roll of the dice for Carolina for sure. Huge. The, 
But he didn't realize that his draft pedigree is high. So there's still some potential there. But now think he's going to be with Aho and it's going to be the Finnish national team is what Carolina's turning into. Man, $6.1 million, though, for a guy who only had five goals and 15 assists in 56 games. That's a big ticket. Well, there's like a third. There's like a third act to this whole thing then, hey? Like, there's a lot to be seen. Like, you know, so it's it's point Carolina first act, point Carolina second act with this Kaniemi offer sheet and doing all the trolling. But if it doesn't work out and he's not good and – Whatever draft picks turn into Montreal can end up with like the last laugh here. Is that what well, we're? Is that what actually, it all it all it also gives them the draft capital. So if they bundle it up with a with a solid roster player and maybe a little bit of a salary dump uh, to get Eichel. Yeah, yeah. Are they actually fishing for Eichel, Tyler? Is that just the BioSteel camp and coincidence? I think they've always been. They've always their, their names always been in the mix on Eichel. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how they would like really make the money work, but getting a first and a third definitely would help you go get Jack Eichel. If all of a sudden you can like offer three first round picks to Buffalo and like a couple other small pieces, that might be the best offer that Buffalo gets. Eichel has no trade protection, so he can't say no to going to Montreal. Not that I'm saying he would or whatever, but like, I I just don't see why Montreal would match this. Like even if Kotkaniemi comes out and scores 25 goals next year and is a good second line center, he still might not be worth that $6.6 million qualifying offer, whatever yeah. it would take next offseason. Like it just, it didn't make sense from Carolina. There's rumors that this came from ownership and he was like, Dundon was like strike back and get love these it. fuckers back. I love but it. But we need this type of beef. We the do. Chill needs some personality. This is good. Like shit. Jake and Kanye. Make a <laughs> Netflix documentary about this. Let's mm-hmm. go. But again, like, yeah, I just, if, if you're Montreal, save the money, get the picks. You're probably not making the playoffs this year. Anyways, it's it's just not worth it for a guy that hasn't proven he's a top six player yet in the NHL. So simple as that, in I my mean, opinion. Let's all let's just slow down on the documentary making right now. Like it's fucking too much. <laughs> We're not actually keep, green lighting these chalmers. We're just talking. <laughs> Dude, shit. I know. No, I know. No, but it, it it goes into my comment of like I think it was you, Wanye, who brought up shiny flakes. So I watched that. That was me. Yeah, this is great. How was it? Buddy, it's crazy. Like, how did he not think best. he was going to get in trouble for this? Like, he was selling yeah. legitimately illegal, illicit drugs online. Yeah, he basically how? had the Nation Gear store, but for fucking every kind of drug under the, on the planet. But how, exciting, <laughs> how, how exciting would that have been? So, like, so he starts it up. He thinks he has this other dude handle Red Bull something, something that is going to do all the distribution for him. What's this called? What's, how do I watch this? What is this? Wanya, it's on Netflix. Shiny it's Flakes. called okay. Shiny so, Flakes, so the Wanya. Tale of a Teenage Drug Lord. All right, I'll all right. You a, I'll, give you, I'll give you a Cliff Notes version of it. German kid. Wait, hold on. Someone once said on Twitter or something that you give a version of something and it's so complete there's no need to watch it. And they were like made a meme about it. And before you tell me this show better than the actual show, that's one of the things I appreciate about you is that I will watch something after and be like, I'm glad Chalmers told me his version of it. It was much more well, interesting than the actual show. It. No, I don't you're not going to ruin anything. There's no, Wanya, no you'll twist. love this one, man. This one is just hilariously Shiny good. flakes, uh, internet, drugs, funny. You know, so this kid, this kid was kind of a loner in Germany, sat in his, parents, in, his par- in his bedroom in his parents' house. Parents were just not really around. He pretty much had uh, freedom to do what he wanted. He liked computers. He was on a chat room and somebody just said like, Hey, he doesn't do drugs, never did drugs ever, but <laughs> he was, inter- he was interested in different types of things. And he saw this store that was selling like drugs. The silk and road. Like, <laughs> so yeah, and it was oh, yeah, like, yeah. he's like, I, and he's like, I can do a better job than the silk road can. <laughs> yes. And so he did. And it was unbefuckingbelievable. Like, cause the point where he was, he had to buy the drugs somewhere. So he, so did he own all the drugs he sold or was he facilitating transactions? Well, a lot of the time he had to get them in his hand. So he would buy a larger amount, get it delivered to his house. Like he was YouTubing how to break up um, MDMA because it was like hard as a brick. And some guy in the comment section was like, just go get yourself a Tupperware bowl. A big Tupperware um, uh, container and a chisel and a hammer. And hey, make sure you wear a mask. You don't want to get the fumes in. And so he had, he went and did it. And he was breaking it up and he was packaging it and selling it. And he became large. 
like very large, man. There's uh there's some twists at the end where he's being a little bit a uh, little bit sneaky that I think you'll especially enjoy watching. Now I only like watching crime shows where you're cheering for the guy like that until there's about two thirds left, and I don't like watching anymore for the downfall part. <laughs> the Are downfall you- is uh, is it, there's not I mean not really much of one in my opinion. Really, he gets away with it. No, but oh. yes. No, but <laughs> no, right. but yes. Oh, but sure. Uh, we're going to wrap this thing up. We're going to talk more documentaries and good stuff uh, Monday on the pod. We're also probably going to start getting into some hockey talk because it's Kool-Aid season, baby, and training camp Going is down smooth. right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, for bag Ma- milk's thirsty. For Man Me too. Twig and Berries, DoorDash, and, of course, our title sponsor, the HGA Group. And for everyone who's on the pod, this has been episode 311. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we will talk to you once again on Monday. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.